everybody, welcome to another episode of Outspoken with Pastor Brister Smith. I hope everybody's having a great day today. Look guys, the title of this episode says everything that you uh, need to know about today's episode. We are going to talk about something that is going to be, once again, in outspoken fashion. It's going to be completely controversial and uh, it's going to give you something to think about. I, I I think uh, I think everybody needs to just examine what I'm saying here today, and just evaluate what's going on in the modern day church. Um, and like I said, highly controversial, uh, but we're going to talk about it in depth. Uh, let's go over a couple of things here first. Um, I want you to know before this episode. Uh, uh, takes off here. I want you to know that we are uh, now live on uh, Rumble. Uh, for those of you that's listening on Apple and Spotify, if you want to see us live, uh, follow us on Rumble. Just look up Pastor Booster Smith on Rumble. We are live right now. Uh, we've got people tuning in. Uh, and the numbers are going up. Please share this on Facebook, in- Instagram, X, whatever you have. Especially share it on Truth Social. Uh, I think everybody at this point, I don't know why people are not going to Truth Social. Go on Truth Social. It's available on Android, Google, Apple, whatever you've got, Truth Social's on it. Go ahead and get you a, a Truth Social account. This show is brought to you by Shepherd's Cove Church, where the truth is preached unapologetically. I'm the executive pastor of Shepherd's Cove Church. This kind of ties in with what we are going to be talking about today. The pastors here at Shepherd's Cove Church, we take zero dollars in a salary. Zero. We don't take nothing. We're going to be talking about that today. If you would like to give to Shepherd's Cove Church and give to the ministry, in the description below, uh, there's a link. Just click on that link and you can uh, donate to us. Uh, the money, once again, doesn't go to me. I actually just got off uh, from working a uh, 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 from working my full-time job. The money goes to anything that's mission work. So if our members here need something, uh, we help them out. Uh, but at the end of the year, and this is the number one thing that I'm proud of that we're going to do this year, and we're going to do this every year going forward. This is the mo- This is the biggest thing I'm proud of. Because of your donations at the end of the year, we are going to give St. Uh, Jude Ch- uh, Children's Medical Hospital a big donation. I want, I want to pack this bank account, folks, so we can give it away to children with cancer. Uh, The children with cancer and their families, they go through so much, and I want to be able to help these folks any way that I can. So let's go ahead and build this thing up so we can give it away to them and uh, so we can try to help them out. And we're going to talk about this. Once again, we take zero as a salary. Uh, The name of today's episode is Paid Pastors or Paid Off. And uh, I've spoke about this behind the pulpit, and also I've talked about it here on Outspoken a couple of times. Here's the thing that you need to realize, folks. The reason why you're not hearing the truth being preached in the church right now, and the reason why churches is in the shape that it's in, is because the pastors are paid off. Understand this. Whenever a pastor takes a paycheck from a church, they're not going to preach on anything that is controversial. Why? Because if they preach on something controversial, people leave the church and they get the the bonus goes away. Now, I decided to look at a stat today, and I told everybody on Truth Social, if you follow me on there, at Pastor Bristol 2, if you follow me on Truth Social, I said that I, I was going to give you a stat 
that was going to just make your jaw drop. And I think I've got a stat for you that's going to make your jaw drop. So, everybody has heard online of a zip recruiter. Uh, let me see what it is. Yep, ziprecruiter.com. And this is a um, hiring agency. You put your name and information on there, and they link you to a job in your area that it most suits your uh, uh, your qualities, right? As of February 12th, 2024, the average annual pay for a Christian pastor in the United States is $60,000 a year. $60,000 a year, average across America. Just in case you need a simple salary calculator, that works out to be approximately nineteen twenty-eight an hour or the equivalent of $1,170 a week. A week. Now, I know a lot of people is going to be saying, oh, there ain't no way a church is paying people $1,000 a week. Folks, I've been in churches where they was paying 900 a week. And I'm talking, this is a small country church. This ain't Joel Osteen, T.D. Snakes, or any of them. I'm talking a, uh, a small town country church. And the pastor is being paid $900, $1,000 is what he ended up going to before he stepped down from what I hear. So, here's the main question of today's episode. Why are churches not preaching about political corruption? Why are they not preaching about all of these things that are affecting us every day of the week? Why are they not talking about things that we're talking about here at SCC? Why are we preaching on things that people want to hear instead of preaching on things that they need to hear? The main reason there, folks, is simple because they're getting a paycheck. They're getting $1,000 a week to preach what the congregation who's paying them that money, what they want to hear. So why would they go against who's writing their checks? Mm. Folks, I realized on Saturday we've got a huge problem in the church. I realized we got a huge problem. I got behind the pulpit here at SCC and I preached on God's mercy. And I preached about how a lot of these churches are preaching how God's just dangling them over hell every moment. And how, hey, guess what? When you mess up, when you mess up, he's going to drop you. That's how, that's what they're preaching, right? Well, I dug out the scriptures and actually showed you scripture, chapter by chapter, verse by verse. I showed you how that's a lie. And showed you how the mercy of God supersedes anything that you've ever been taught. And I mean, I, I mean, I, this should have been a sermon that people can go, oh man, that is awesome. Folks, we actually lost followers on Rumble. To me, that right there is a sad statistic. I'm doing the same thing that every other pastor in America and beyond is doing. And I'm making zero dollars doing it. So what separates me and my dad from 99.9% of, uh, of these other pastors who's taking $1,000 a week? What's the difference? The difference is simple. I'm preaching what people need to hear. Not what people want to hear. 
See, here's the thing, folks. If everybody leaves my church right now, we've got, I think the last count I had was 15 members. If all 15 people decide to pick up the ball and go to another church and never step foot in this church again, never watch us own rumble, never donate to the church again, it doesn't affect me personally. I'm still going to preach the same thing that I'm preaching right now. And folks, it ain't going to change. Now these other folks out there, unfortunately, it would change with them. Why? Because they are literally looking forward to getting that check in their hand every every month. You know, some of these churches, they <laughs> they used to have three services a week when I was little. Sunday morning, Sunday night, Wednesday night. The COVID pandemic, by the way, the COVID pandemic hit, and now. Some churches, a lot of them in my area, I don't know about yours, but a lot of churches in my area, they're only having Sunday morning service. They're not even having Sunday night, Wednesday night. Folks, the pastors are being paid more than what they were when they was getting when they was having three services. I want you to ask yourself a question. I'm not trying to pin you against your pastor. I'm not trying to pin you against your church. I would never do that. I just think it's time to start asking some questions. Because I have been to a lot of churches, and nobody can say, well, Blister, you don't know how these churches operate. Uh, listen to me. I've been to a lot of them. This ain't something that I'm just now, you know, I've, I've only been to one church in my whole life. and I'm just, No, I've been to many churches. Even when, even in my ministry, but before that, when I was a traveling singer, when I was 8, 9, 10 years old, and I would go sing at other churches, I've been to a lot of churches. Hey, guys, I've walked into a church up here in Sevierville, and as soon as we walked into the church, the pastor got up and said, you know what, let's play another song. I think we need to do the offering again. We was running late to church that Sunday, the pastor had already passed the plate. We walk in. We was about five, ten minutes late. And the pastor got up and said, Hey, we need to go ahead and pass the plate again. Lord's telling me to pass the plate again. Because he didn't want to miss our money. That's the church today, folks. So why are we preaching on rapture? Why are we preaching Eve ate an apple? Why are we preaching all of these things that basically just the traditions of men. Why are we preaching this stuff? You know why? Because the congregation's paying them to do so. If the pastor gets up and preaches against something that the congregation doesn't believe in, guess what, folks? The congregation's going to leave or they're going to kick him out as pastor and he's making zero payday. It's all coming down to money. Here's what I'm telling you. You need to find you a church where the pastors are making zero because those are the ones that's more than likely preaching the truth because even if the money quits coming, it doesn't matter. They're still going to preach the same message whether or not they're making a million dollars a week or whether or not they're making zero. Hey, folks, last Saturday we made zero in offering. I still preach the same message as I did two months ago or uh, a month ago when we had a $200 tithe. It doesn't change with us. And the fact of the matter is, folks, 
How many churches out there has taken down the... Do you remember them little wooden plaques that used to have um, how much money they had in the accounts? Did you know a lot of these churches have started taking that out of those sanctuary to where people can't see how much is in the account? What are y'all trying to hide? The fact that you've got $30,000 in the bank account and you've gave your community none? There's homeless people out here starving, dying, freezing to death, and you've gave them nothing, no payday. Your pastor's making $1,000 a week. Your congregation's being evicted. Your congregation's needing a car payment paid. And you ain't giving them jack squat. There's a reason why these churches don't want you knowing how much is in their bank account, folks. And you can come on here and you can say I'm bitter. You can say that I'm angry, whatever you want to say. Folks, I don't care. I'm trying to help you. I want you to be able to question your church and say, okay, what are we truly doing? Going to church, folks, and throwing your hands up and singing hallelujah, that's not, that's not church. I hate to inform you, that's not church. Going to church and having a revival and everybody shouting and kicking their shoes off and punching holes in the wall and woo, glory, that's not church. The definition of church is preaching the word of God and giving back to the community and helping people when they need it. That's the definition of church. It's not a social club. We've turned the church into a social club. Period. Now, I've been in churches where the Holy Spirit fell down and people shouting and people's, hey, I love those services. I'm not saying there's nothing wrong with that. I love them. And we've had a couple of those here before. The main thing that I do here, we don't listen to music for, you know, 30 minutes and then uh, get up and, you know, shake each other's hands, slap each other on the back, shout, and we don't do all of that. The main thing that I want people to do when they come here is get them something to drink, sit down, and study God's Word. That's the main. I don't want them taking nothing away from here except knowledge and wisdom in God's Word. If they need help on their bills, we want to be able to help them pay their bills. Folks, I'll show you my bank account. I'll, I'll, anybody that wants an email in my bank statement, I'll be happy to email it to you. I take zero payday, and I'm not bragging on myself. I'm just telling you the reason why we preach the stuff we do here. It's because we don't have pastors making salaries. The reason why you've got all of these issues in the church today, folks, is because they're getting this out of it, and they don't want to lose that payday. God's house is no longer a place of knowledge, wisdom. It's no longer that. It's only a place to make money and leave. Folks, I work a 40-hour week full-time job. My dad works a full-time 40-hour week job. My mom does the same. My wife stays home and watches our son. I make zero We've been able to help Four people since this church began. We've been able to help people pay their car payment. We've been able to help people. Uh, we've even housed a few people just so they'd have somewhere to go. 
How many churches in your area is doing the same? How many of them can honestly raise their hand and say, we have helped people this week. We've helped people this month. We've helped people this year. How many can say that? Not a lot. Let me tell you something, folks. When a church has over $30,000 in their bank account, that is completely unacceptable. It's completely unacceptable. And people can get mad at me for saying that. Well, my church has 30000 What are you trying to say? Your church, it's, despic- it's despicable that your church has $30,000 when you could be donating two, three, four, five thousand dollars $5,000 of that money to charities such as St. Jude, to your local businesses in that area. That, hey, how about this? How about local businesses in your area that is struggling to make it and they're good Christian companies? How about you go in there and you buy some of their product, help them out, give them some money, help them out. Folks, that's what a church is supposed to be. It's not a place where people go in there and slap each other on the back and tell each other how good their tuxedos look that day. It's not what it's supposed to be for. I've gotten to the point now, folks, if a church has over $25,000 in their bank account, it's time to start taxing them. You heard me right. It's time to start taxing them. Because what that means is they're building, 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 building. They're not doing nothing with it. They're not doing nothing with it. And to me, folks, that's despicable. Now, like I said, there's going to be people mad about this. There's going to be people, probably unfollow me. And that's fine. The fact of the matter is, the reason you're unfollowing me, and here's for the people that unfollowed Shepherd's Cove last week. The reason why you unfollowed me is because you know I'm telling the truth, but you can't argue against it because you have no leg to stand on. You know I'm telling the truth. We've got way too many churches making $30,000. And yet, they ain't gave nothing to help somebody. Hey, you know, there's plenty of children over here in Knoxville. Children's Hospital. They've got cancer. They've got illness. No families are trying to figure out how they're going to make it this month. Have you ever knocked on the doors of the hospital down there to ask what they need? See, we ain't got the funds to do that right now, and I'm hoping we do. Well, how much is in your bank account? Five hundred bucks. I'm not. I'm not. Hey, I tell everybody what we've got. We ain't got nothing to hide here. We got five hundred. Ladies and gentlemen, we ain't, go to your local church right now and say how much we have in a bank account and see what they say. If you're not a member, they won't tell you. I just told the whole world what we have in our bank account. I ain't got nothing to hide here. I'm hoping, folks, you know what I you know what I would love more than anything? Before the end of this year. Now you listen to me, everybody listen to me. Before December 31st, I would love to have. At least $5,000 in our bank account. 
I would donate 4,000 of it to St. Jude Medical Center. Like that. What would you do with the other 1,000? That's for the members. That's for if they need a Bible, they need a, a, a car payment made, they need a, whatever the case may be, we've got left over to help them. I would love for St. Jude... Because they are awesome, awesome organization. I would love for them to be able to open an envelope and have a check from Shepherd's Cove Church for $4,000. I would love that. That would be the biggest blessing in my life to be able to do that. I don't need money in my pocket from you guys. I don't need it. And when we go live here on Rumble, there's a, 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 a like a little money sign. I didn't even know about this, but there's a little money sign down there. If people donate to that, guess where that money goes? It's going into the Shepherd's Cove account. It's not even going to me. Folks, you've got churches out there like us that is doing everything they can to try to make a difference, and that's what I'm trying to do here. That's what me and my dad, when we built, when we made this church in May, we had a goal in mind, and that was to make a difference. Help people when they need it and preach the truth. That's how go. A lot of these churches, folks, they don't have that same go. They go, they slap each other on the back, and then they go home for a week, and they don't do nothing that whole week. Now, I'm going to be the first one to sit here and tell you, I took $300 a month when I was at the former church. And if you look on the bottom of the check, it used to say gas reimbursement. You know why they paid me in gas? Because I was at that church Sunday through Sunday. I would get off work and I would go straight to the church and I would be there till about 6, 7 o'clock at night. And why, why I did that was because I, that gave people in that community time to come down to the church. If they wanted to talk to me about something that was going on in their life, if they needed a prayer request, I could pray with them right there in the church. If they needed a tour of the church, if they wanted to know more, come on down. The pa they knew the pastor was there. A lot of these pastors, folks, they're making $1,000 a month, and their church doors is only seen by him once, once a week. To me, folks, that's a shame. That's, a, that, that's despicable. Now, once again, this is going to be controversial, but I wanted to get all of this off my chest. The fact that we've got pastors making, let me give you the exact number that uh, Zip, uh, Zip Recruiter had on their website. I got this on their website. Just in case you need a simple, uh, simple salary calculator that works out to be approximately $29.28 an hour, this is the equivalent of 1000 dollars a week or five thousand dollars a month now well i don't believe it says that pastor i think you're just trying to make numbers up there you go i showed you live on air To me, folks, that stat right there, that made my jaw drop when I seen it. But it wasn't a shock, really, because I've seen churches in my area pay about the same. We are more focused right now 
on patenting our bank accounts and having more money than the other church. Well, my church, we've got $50,000 in the bank account. Cool. Congratulations. What have you done with it? What have you done with it? Because if you're not helping the homeless, if you're not helping the sick, if you're not helping children, if you're not helping single mothers, if you're not if you're not doing any of that, then what what is that money going to? Well, we gave our pastor a raise. Okay, cool. How many hospitals has he visited? Let me ask you something. How many hospitals has your pastor visited this month? How many church how many uh nursing homes has he visited this month? How many uh members has he called and checked up on this month? These are all things that a pastor is supposed to be doing. That's the reason they're getting a paycheck. How many of them's doing that? Well, hospitals has chaplains to walk in. You're getting paid to offer your services to anywhere that needs it. Go into the hospital, knock on doors. You're allowed to do that. To shame. I just, I, I don't, I don't. Folks, we are, we're in a world of hurting. There's a reason why Satan has moved into these churches and set up camp. Is because, guess what? They ain't even paying attention. Folks, right now in the church, we're hearing nothing about demonic presence. And let me tell you, it's, it's running rampant. In Blount County, it's running rampant in your cities and states. I don't know if you're noticing it, but it's running rampant. Demonic possession, no question. When's the last time you heard your church talk about it? When's the last time you heard them talk about the truth of God's word? I'm talking about Second Thessalonians chapter two, Matthew chapter twenty-four, Mark chapter thirteen. When have you heard them talk about those verses? You want to know what I'm talking about? Go and look at it for yourself. I want you to be able to study the word of God. Number three, when was the last time you heard about the mercy of God and how and how no matter what you've done in your life, God's forgiven you for it? When was the last time you've heard of that? When was the last time you were sick and your pastor called you on the phone and said, Hey, is there anything we can do for you? That's the pastor's job. Do you know where the money's going in your church? Do they have business meetings where the people that are I I you know what I've what I've always had an issue with? I've heard people get up behind the pulpit and they say, Okay, we're gonna have a business meeting tonight. Uh we want all of the members to stick around. If you're not a member, um we want you to leave. We'll see you next week. What are you trying to hide? Tell the whole world what's in your bank account though, Pastor. Let them know. Well, if people knew what we had, here's what's going to be the common answer. You watch. Well, if people knew what we had in our bank accounts, everybody would come in here asking for money. You know how you uh, how you fight that? Spiritual discernment. The Spirit will tell you whether or not that's real or fake. You just got to listen to the Holy Spirit. Spiritual discernment. The reason why churches... A lot of churches don't have that. You know why? Because it's one of the gifts of the Spirit. And we've got a lot of churches that believe that the gifts of the Spirit, Spirit ceased. 
But that's a whole different topic for another day. I'm not angry, folks. I'm not mad. I'm really not. What we're doing here, we're completely doing it by the book, in my opinion. By the book, I'm talking about the Word of God. I think we're doing it by the book. And I'm happy to say this, that we have been able to help so many people this year. The same people that we've helped, we got told by those same people, yeah, uh, my mom and dad was kicked out of church because they was living in uh, in a... Uh, uh, they wasn't married and they was living together, and the church told them that they wasn't allowed to come back in. I said, were they holding jobs in the church? He said, no. <laughs> they was kicked out. Unbelievable. It's this simple, folks. If your church, and we're going to close with this, if your church is not donating to hospitals, children, single mothers, if they're just sitting there building up that bank account, they're not doing a thing with it. They're not doing nothing with it, but giving the people, giving no pastors a thousand dollar bonuses, and not, if they're not, if they're doing that, it's time for you to start looking for another church. And I'm not saying come to SCC. I'm not. Go to go to your local church in your town that you that God leads you to. It ain't about building up this church. It's not. I don't care if we have one more member join here. It don't matter. At the end of the day, we're preaching the truth, and that's what we're all about. Now, if you've watched this and you and you want to help us with our goal of uh, sending a lot of money to St. Jude, like I said, the link is in the description. You can donate to us anytime you want to. And like I said, we don't make nothing off of it. And I can send you proof of that if you need it. Ladies and gentlemen... You need to start digging in to what your churches in your area, what they're doing. Are they donating to their members? Are they helping their people? Are they, what are they doing with their money? Because if they're just giving each other bonuses and slapping each other on the back, you're not, you don't have a church, you have a cult. And you need to be careful. Folks, we'll see you tomorrow on the next episode of Outspoken. God bless you and your families.